Welcome to, or welcome back to Total Spot Fest. JJ Brownlee, Jamie Faulkner coming back at you here, talking another jam-packed week full of wrestling. We got a couple pay-per-views to talk about uh, from this past weekend. One of them involved one of our little toy belts, NXT War Games. You know, who's going to get the belt? Who's going to pull it away from Megan? Is she going to keep it? We don't know. We'll let you know about that. We got Impact stuff, Rampage, Dynamite from last night in Long Island. A peculiar Dynamite. We'll put it that way. We're, we, we, yeah. have, we have thought. There's a few things I enjoyed, and there's a few things I did not enjoy. I'm just, we have some thoughts. We'll get to it there. Uh, plus, big news from Journey Pro. So, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. If you are, check us out on YouTube, as always. Drop a comment down below. Join the conversation. Give us a like while you're down there. Hit the like button. Subscribe if you want to hear more. You can definitely reach out to us at any time on Twitter, at Total Spot Fest. And if you're bored and you got nothing to do with your time, find us on the internet at www.totalspotfest.com. And, and while you're at it, you know, just, just in a, a sign of solidarity and in unification of all of us if you agree that die hard one for sure is a christmas movie hit that subscribe we're the we're your peoples we're yes. your peoples and if you don't believe that die hard one is a christmas movie hit the subscribe and give us a comment as to why yeah <laughs> subscribe because you want to hear us You're, you you want to hear us defend it and it just just like you know uh. grinds your gears I'm so I'm so amped for it. So we just finalized uh, plans with my dad for Christmas Eve. You know, uh, oh, nice. ever, ever since you know, since 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 he got remarried, you know, um, you know, a few years back, we've adjusted. You know, you know, it was it was a you know a little bit of you know interesting times in between times my mom passed away and now that he, he got remarried but you know we've kind of found a good rhythm here but we shifted everything from doing stuff on on Christmas Day to more doing you know stuff on christmas eve we still do a good dinner on christmas day whatever but you know so it's interesting because christmas eve has always been my ritual is die hard before i go to bed right that's my thing so we finally start thing here and now i'm actually i'm super amped for it i see it pop on the tv too it's like on tbs or whatever i'm like nope nope christmas eve got to wait to christmas eve <laughs> See, i'll watch it now because christmas story is is my christmas eve just because there's 24 okay. hours of it and and that's typically when I make the gifts from the big guy. Um, so, um, yeah. yeah. He okay. drops them off, and then I put them together. You know? Yep. So one, sure of my, one, of, one of my clear. best friends is Christmas Eve tradition is always uh, watching A New Hope, which I appreciate the hell, but I'm just like, that's not a Christmas movie. Not even in the slightest. Like, I would watch Gremlins. Like, Gremlins is more of a Christmas movie. Batman Returns. And, and, Batman Returns, to your point, and I never thought of it until you said that. I'm like, you know what? You're absolutely 100% correct. Such a Christmas movie. <laughs> you got, let us know. Give us a comment or give us a tweet. What is your guy's favorite Christmas movie? Maybe out of the ordinary, not talking about White Christmas or Holiday Inn or, you know, uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Or you, what is your yeah. guy's, you know? Are, are, you, are you pro Die Hard, Batman Returns, Gremlins? Give us some thought. So, I mean, I know Christmas Vacation is always a solid. Christmas choice. Vacation is solid. Elf, Elf is Elf is Elf. 
So you know, okay, okay, you know, unpopular opinion. Uh oh, it's a it's a little annoying. It's a little annoying. I I do like it, but it just is a little extra annoying. It's like Will Ferrell cranked it up to eleven, and I'm like, I like him at a nine. Mm -hmm. So it's like I can handle it in doses. Like my kids want to watch all the time. I'm like, uh, no, (laughs) for all of us. Okay, I love it. I love. It. I think it's the perfect amount of Farrell because it's it, that role is so crazy that it needed to have over the topness to it, right? Eh. Mm-hmm. Well, so and, and also there's been a debate in our house because we all like Harry Potter in our house as well, and there has been a debate that the Sorcerer's Stone is a Christmas movie, and I will tell you why. I don't disagree with that. And I'll tell you why. You go first. Okay, because one of the big things in there, he he celebrated Christmas really for the first time, got presents for the very first time while he was at Hogwarts. And the very first present he got was the Invisibility Cloak, which is a part of the Deathly Hallows, so it pays off dividends. So the very first present he ever got, as a real boy, you know, there, <laughs> as a real boy. went on you know, to pay sure. dividends later in life. Now, and it was a very Christmassy moment. There are those that associate Harry Potter with Christmas in general, like the entirety mm-hmm. of the series. I think I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that when they were released in theaters, it was usually around Christmas. I think the first Deathly Hallows came out summer, but everything else was yeah. always a Christmas release, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And there's yeah. and most of them have that Christmas winter break moment in the middle of it anywhere. Um, was it the uh, um, uh, the the Triwizard Cup? Uh, which one was that? Um, Goblet of Fire. Goblet of Fire. The Goblet of Fire had the the Christmas ball with you know the three schools and everything. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean. I, I'm, I can see I'm, that. I'm so pro Christmas. I'll take it all. I'm, I'm like, sure, everything's great. We're yeah, I was. It. I would say all of them did it except for the death, Deathly Hallows movies. Yeah, Deathly, you know, Deathly, you had Deathly Hallows. <laughs> yeah, so you had Deathly Hallows Part One, uh, Deathly Hallows of the Rings is why I like to call that one because it's lots of walking in that one. <laughs> and then you had the second one, which is actually a Deathly Hallows movie, if you ask me. But that's whatever. I digress. Right. The, I'm not a big Lord of the Rings guy. The, the joke is there. Jamie is at Jamie's. Not selling it enough. He's adamant about uh, whenever the camera's not rolling. Apparently, he's adamant about how much he despises the, the Lord of the Rings. So, any yeah, you watch Clerks Two. There is a, a spot that Kevin Smith wrote into Clerks Two about how much he hates Lord of the Rings compared to Star Wars, and I am that guy. Like literally, like I'm the dude who's eating the the burger in there and is like fucking a. That's me because I'm like that's exactly <laughs> how I feel. Even the trees walked in those movies. Sorry. Well, okay. I think, and, you know, we're, we're going to talk about wrestling, I swear. I swear we're going to talk maybe, about wrestling in a second. Maybe yeah. we don't have to. Um, you know, I think the whole thing is that trying to compare it, that's the whole point. It's like, it's its own franchise stands on its own. And, you know, I don't know. People are like, well, it's not Star Well, it's nothing Star Wars, you know? And it's like, you know, Star Trek fans. It's like, well, yeah, nothing Star Trek. Or it's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like this, like that. Well, yeah, sure, that's great. You know, but it's a different thing. Try to say, well, Harry Potter's ain't Star Wars, so fuck it, you know? That's, I don't know. I don't know. That's, I like them both. Jamie definitely doesn't. It's okay. We're all good. 
too much walking, like too much expansive <laughs> shots. Like they they did a study. There's over in all in all the movies combined, all the movies combined, there are well over 45 minutes of sh- shots of them walking. 45 minutes that I have to watch people walk on these beautiful terrains. Don't get me wrong, it's a beautiful landscape and it's just gorgeous. But 45 minutes <laughs> of people walking. 45 minutes out of, you know, roughly, what are the movies? Like three and a half hours almost or something stupid like that. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the first well, one had a lot. I'm just saying. First one I had, had a ton and they got progressively. Well, okay. All right. And they could have <laughs> wore the God, they could have rode the goddamn Eagles in the first five minutes. Okay. And it right. been you're, you're, you're not cinema sins. Let's stop it right there. Okay. So we got wrestling to talk about. Like I said, lots of wrestling. We're going to start off. Speaking of Christmas movies, with Die Hard Two is also a Christmas movie. The uh, the, the the latest and greatest show from our friends over at Journey Pro KC. Announcements were made this past week on Tuesday night. They had a little Facebook Live video. If you haven't checked it out, we retweeted it. You can check it out on Facebook. We got it on our Twitter. Um, but DJ. Uh, Hartzell and Chris got together and released the full card. They let, they, let, they let the cat out of the bag on a few matches ahead of time, but they released the, the rest of the card. It was glorious. It was a fun time. Um, we we got tickets already, and apparently the the tyrant ruler wannabe uh, queen of queens and her boyfriend are supposed to be coming with us this time. Yes, yes, that is right. Our champion. Nope, not my champion. Hashtag not my champion. Our, our champion. Cornerstone member of the Faulkner World Order, Megan, and her boyfriend, <laughs> Cornerstone Owen. member. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Born. Yeah, you're a winner. Hey. <laughs> exactly. She's born into this. I was born of this. Um, yeah. So her and, and Owen uh, are going to be with us. I'm going to make sure that I find some way to see if I can get Hoodie or somebody just to like berate her boyfriend in front of me just to make oh, me feel good. Absolutely. Well, I think that it'd be it'd be funny as hell if at some point in the night we kind of squeeze him in a chair in between you and I because we're both oh, not yeah. small gentlemen, and no. <laughs> and we can just like just dig in there, just kind of pinch him off a little bit. <laughs> I mean, so. he's a skinny dude. He's a pretty skinny kid. He's a nice kid. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him some props. He's a good kid. I like him. He has not done anything to hurt my daughter yet. Being very, very lenient, way more lenient than I ever thought I'd be. So we're gonna take him to wrestling and see how he really is. Let's see how it goes, and <laughs> and he's gonna find out quick that you're friends with professional wrestlers. With you're friends with big meaty men who who get sweaty and slap on other men. That yes. sounded bad. All right. So, card. Did it, though? <laughs> it's not wrong. It's not wrong. So, before they had the video, they made, like I said, they made the announcement on a few of the matches. So, they announced Gary J versus Christian Rose. I uh, don't know. They're, the, the whole Ticket to Ride tournament got pushed back with, you know, Walter's sickness, some the organizational changes. They had to kind of shuffle talent. Plus, that delayed the belts, and there's... So, so I don't know how this figures into that, but I think it does. DJ hinted that it does on the video, but they made the announcement they're going to have that, and I think you said best that it's going to be a, a slap chopping good time had by all. Yeah, my chest hurts just thinking about that match. 
Somebody's Oof. losing a nipple that match. Somebody's going to lose a nipple. <laughs> They're going to lose a nipple and maybe more. We'll find out. So, maybe two. Maybe two. So that one was announced. They also announced the Jeremy Wyatt versus, and I goddamn love this, Jeremy Wyatt versus JDX. Ooh. Ooh. That match gets me excited Ooh. because I want they are so JDX, good. Yes. You know, you know what, though? Star. You know what this match really needs? Um, could it, maybe it's a, a Juji Katami or or no no how about a lion tamer? A goddamn lion tamer. Well, you have another person to tweet at, and I'm I am uh, JDX is an athletic son of a bitch. I'm sure he could do a lion tamer. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I might he... I might turn extra heel Ooh. on Jeremy Wyatt and and start hitting up his guy. We'll Ooh. see. If we'll you guys, see. if you guys, you know, follow us, but definitely follow Jeremy Wyatt too, because their interactions are great. Because he started to get out of the skin, and 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 Jeremy starts to recognize now. Uh, <laughs> and Jamie's <laughs> tweeting out at him. It's great. he did the shoulder shrug like he was gonna do it. I'm like, oh my god! It's like I'm getting to you. <laughs> yeah, I am getting yeah. to you. <laughs> Right, because yeah, he he was haggled more by uh, by Nick Chen's kids than us, unfortunately. Dog water, yeah. yeah worth Chen's worth kids it. took your took took your took your thunder, but they ran well with it. So I'm all I'm, oh, yeah. I'm good with it. We started the dog water uh, chain. I continued on. That was a, that was a big thing during the uh, during the live stream as well. And then the last match they announced ahead of time was. The match that was supposed to happen in October and finally happening, J.J. Garrett versus Everett Connors. Everett Connors' mom, grandma is a big fan of J.J. Garrett, so uh, that would be interesting. But, um, yes, this match. We Dumbass were grandma. Finally, finally going to see this match. That match is going to be absolutely amazing, and they did announce more matches. Yep, so why don't you go ahead and get started on some of the other matches they announced here. So the match, honestly, I'm not even gonna lie. This is no bullshit, um, and you'll you'll figure out why. And I'm saying that later. Um, but the Quinn McKay Journey Pro debuting Quinn McKay of Ring of Honor going against I would have to call her Journey Pro's own Heidi Howitzer, you know, because we have we have adopted her as one of us. What she is. She is us. definitely one of us. Um, so we get that match, and that is amazing. So Quinn McKay has been around the Kansas City wrestling mm -hmm. scene for a long time, but she has never wrestled in a Journey Pro ring. Right. So this is a really cool moment that we get to see her wrestle. And she's been wrestling a hell of a lot more since she's been in Ring of Honor. So that's right. really cool. So especially lately in Ring of Honor. Well, I say lately, you know, mm -hmm. but near the end of Ring of Honor, as we know it. Um she also has, a, you know, announcing chops as well. But we first saw her at NWL. She was part of the Jeremy Wyatt, whatever the faction was that they were. I don't remember what that was. Do you? Oh, man. Um, man, everybody's going to kill us because we should definitely know this. We should know this. Uh, is like the, Family, it's not like the, the, the elite or the... Uh, uh, anyway, uh, we saw... Enterprise? Like the Enterprise? I'm, I'm just moving like on. I'm moving yeah. on because, like I said, we should know this and we, we, we can't remember. But she was she was kind of seen there as like a valet of sorts, you know, with them. And I think that she started training to be a wrestler at that time so she's brand spanking new but, um, you know, quickly moved along the ranks. So we get to see her 
in-ring debut versus the purveyor mm-hmm. of butt stuff, Heidi Hallitzer. I'm all yes. for it, man. It's going to be great. Yes. Um, then, in the next match the scramble match which there's some stuff coming up on the scramble match i want to get to right after we announce the the entrance we'll talk about the match first and then we'll talk about the 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 good parts so so far this is what they have announced for the the scramble this is what they have they have seven people actually so this is a seven man scramble and we have donnie pepper cricket who comes out to take on me by real big fish amazing talent lots of fun hometown homegrown talent dallas Cade, the heart, the heavy metal heartthrob. Then we have one half of Thumbs and Buns. That is Thumbs, not Buns. <laughs> so Mighty Micah is there. Yeah, then we have elsewhere that night, actually. Yeah. Um, then the return of Yellow Dog. Last time we saw Yellow Dog was at the Zello Pro. Um, yeah. Yeah, the Zello Pro um, Journey mix 78 weeks ago, you know, whatever it was. It was a long time ago. Um, then we have two members of the, uh, of the um, uh, uh, not acclaimed. I wanted to call them acclaimed. It's not the, the acclaimed. <laughs> no, it's, it's the, uh, elite, it's the. Uh, um, I'm trying to call them the elite, too. <laughs> I did. I was like the elite, the acclaimed. I know something like that. Um, Jesus. Jesus, Jamie, what are they? Wow, your your brain has just stopped. My brain is that I've had a lot of of information thrown at me. Um, they um uh, the it premiere, is. Jesus, the premiere. The premiere. Yes. Wow. Okay, I it's swear okay. to God, people, okay. I have not drank today. Maybe. <laughs> um, it just, it just so feels it, like it because uh, whatever. All right. So Campbell Myers and S.K. Bishop of the premiere, two members of that are in there. And yeah. then the winner of the last scramble, Darian Journey Pro can't get my name spelled correctly, Bankston. <laughs> I think this is a war. I think this is a shoot. I really do. I mean, the way I this is so going too. on, it's just like they're very adamant about spelling his name correctly, and then they misspelled his first name on the next on this one here. So yeah. So that is your scramble, ladies and gentlemen. And one of the things too is they want to name it something special for every year. And we have thrown out a few ideas. Well, they want to name it something related to Die Hard related, you know. That yeah, was Die kind Hard of the canon, thing. Christmas canon, something of that nature. Yes. And boy, so, dear, of, boy, are there options out there. So, of course, we had to, to hop in there and, and throw a few things out there. Um, I, I know I was a big fan of the John McClane Memorial Scramble. You, now, okay. You put that out there. John McClane is not dead. Or is he? I didn't see the last I heard with his kid, you know, who's yeah. fully grown, Jay Courtney. But to my knowledge, John McClane didn't die in that, so... Yeah, that's fair. How can it be John McClane Memorial? I like the option that's presented during the chat on the, the live viewing. Because I made the live viewing. Jamie actually had uh, other other commitments. So he had to watch the replay. But, you know, somebody put out there the Hans Gruber Memorial Battle ro- or, or Scramble. Then I wanted to take it a step further when you said that to the Holly <laughs> Gennaro Rolex Memorial Scramble. So meta. 
so meta you are. <laughs> it was her watch that had to get taken off for Hans Gruber to die. So her Rolex died with him. Just flexing his movie nerd dumb right there, guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, fun fact about that, if you've watched this movie, that was the present that she got for Christmas from the president, the guy who got killed, in the, the very first guy killed in the, in the show. Um, that... Uh, it plaza. was a Rolex, and, and yeah, 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 and the, like the dude who did all the drugs is like, yeah, it's a Rolex. That's why I thought it was great. But then also, <laughs> also we had other names. We had other names. I threw out a couple um, or a lot. The um, ho ho ho. I have a scramble now. Match, which is yeah, Dude, that's great. Scramble match that's now, great. yeah. And then welcome to the scramble, pal. Now, the funniest thing in all of this, and I told Jamie this that during because we were there's a lot of things being thrown out there. Yippee was definitely one of the most uh, uh, frequented ones that was thrown out. Different variations with or without the motherfucker thrown out there. And there's Walter in the chat, like none of, none of those happened in the second movie. That was all for the first movie, and it's like. Yes, we know you're being particular, Walter, but we're in the spirit, the spirit of Die Hard in general. Yeah, it's Die Hard canon. Like, if you want to do the second one, what do you do? Um, oh, there's too many red, imports in t- Scramble. Yeah. <laughs> red taped um, uh, ammo can, you know, red taped or naked yoga scramble. Um, I mean, there's not a whole lot there. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah you want... Well, apparently Journey Pro is going to pick their three favorites. They've been there's several that were announced that were kind of put out there during that, and then everybody's been tweeting at them, specifically Jamie, uh, with uh, uh, suggestions since. Yes. So they're going to have a Twitter poll shortly. Keep an eye out on Journey Pro's Twitter. They're going to have a poll there. We actually get to name the scramble. So hell yeah! Even if you're not local to Kansas City, get on the Twitter, vote in the poll. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, and tell and tell us what what name do you like? Like, I want to know. I want to know what's out there that somebody likes. Like, I don't know Heather the Librarian. She is dynamite, so she might have something awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, whoever. You know, Robin, if you're listening, put it on there. Like, let's go. I want to know. I want to yeah, know what people. You got are something thinking. else? Let's go. All right. So one match that they haven't made the graphic for yet, but they did announce as well was, um. Payoff from last month's show main event. They have uh, Moonshine Mantel versus Kenny Alfonso. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be, that's gonna be a hell of a match. That's gonna be a match, but this one, I'm calling <laughs> it now, guaranteed to fuck, and not only to fuck a little, it's gonna fuck hard, like really hard. And that is the Howlets versus the West Coast Wrecking Crew of, of New Japan yeah. Strong. Team Filthy. I mean, this is the, this is the main event. That's what they, they came out and said. They saved this one for the end. This is the main event. So let's go. Hashtag heel shit versus West Coast. I mean, oh. Yeah, the, the Left Coast Gorillas oh. is their former name. So Left Coast versus Ooh, West Coast. It's going to be then, a, oh, it's gonna be so good. And then the match that, honestly, 
just oozes charisma and oozes yeah. amazingness. The match that I said during the live announcement was going to fuck. <laughs> yes, yes. That is the returning from Ring of Honor as well. Dak Draper, the Mile High Magnum. That's oh, going go. against going against somebody who just drips with confidence and charisma and frontman Jossie. We saw him at Weekend Journeys, and my God, oh, I was a fan was. instantly. Instantly, the man he owns was that the mic. Guy. He's got he can back it up in the ring. Oh, and he's been mm -hmm. on dark, I think, a few times also by now. So, yes, yes, yes. Oh, that match is gonna fuck so hard. It really is. This card, <laughs> this card is, is sick. Stacked. And there always are surprises at Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I say always, this is the second one, but still. There's gonna they be some, it every year. There's gonna be some surprise, and I, for life of me, I'm looking at this and I'm like, I mean, you got the big name New Japan talent, you got Dax back, Quinn's here. I mean, what else what could, could you be? do? I don't know. Who knows what it could be? Maybe the, maybe the besties show up afterwards to challenge uh, Left Coast. Or or West Coast, either one. I say left coast. How, yeah. how it's how it's see now you got me stuck in left coast versus west coast. Maybe the best. I love show. it. I love it. I, I don't know. It could be I think there's gonna be there's gonna be something, you know. They've all been very, very like <laughs> about a sport, you know, there's something they got up their sleeves. Yes, and I, I must know. I must know before the show, but then I don't wanna know before the show too. It's like so the thing is like there, I think we've all figured this out. Like I have to, ha I have to know, or it just kills me. And I'm at that point with this. I have to know. I gotta know. I, I want to be surprised completely. So, nope, nope. <gasps> all right, fantasy booking on Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Okay, could be. Eddie I Kingston. I don't know his schedule, man, but it could be. We'll These would get rock hard real quick. <laughs> Nipple hard. Cut glass. You ever heard that? Your nipple's so no, hard you can I cut know. glass. I, just, like I, I, did, I, did, I didn't figure Eddie be the one to do that for you. I mean. Sure. Oh, dude, I love Eddie. His mic skills. I and, love me some like, Eddie, He's a man. legend, man. Like I, I consider Eddie him a independent legend. Well, I don't know what else is going on around the wrestling world that weekend, so I haven't dug deep into Fancy Booking Island yet. But you've got you got a little over a week still. There's still plenty of tickets available on this. Um, tickets just just started being sold on the sixth, so plenty of tickets yep. still available. Not not a ton, ton, but if you want a ticket, you can get one if you hurry up and get it. You know, in the next few days. So uh, we will be there for sure. Come say hi to us. Uh, we got more stuff coming next week. Uh, just as a PSA for everybody out there, we have been working. We're trying to, we're, we got some interviews lined up. So keep an eye on our socials and everything. And if you're following us on YouTube, check out the channel here. We'll be releasing, we have some interviews lined up. We'll be releasing them on Tuesdays coming forward. So that's all the spoiler you get for that. Yeah. And you know what? If you come see us at the show, come say hi to us. You will get not only a howdy from us or a hi Chris Pie you will five. get a crisp high five and a candy cane Ooh, 
that might have a special message that might say Lion Tamer. <laughs> Did you really, I really Lion Tamer I, candy canes? Oh, no, no, no. I'm just going to put like a little thing on it that says Lion Tamer. Um, okay, okay. I'm like, that's a yeah, vacation yeah. there to get some custom made candy canes. <laughs> yeah, so, I, but my, my goal, my Christmas wish, wish oh, you know, if I could comes. be Tiny Tim for there just a moment. You're not going to get it, but go ahead. I, I want one of two things. If I get both, it'd just be absolutely amazing. One, I want a Lion Tamer chant at Jeremy Wyatt, and then two, for Jeremy Wyatt to either put JDX in the Lion Tamer, or JDX put Jeremy in the Lion Tamer. Mm. Tall, the, tall ass. I think the first one you'll get. I think the first one we got a real shot. Those of you listening out there, please help me quell this man's insatiable thirst for a fucking lion tamer by at least hey, hey, you know, with us. <laughs> and this is this is my promise to you, ladies and gentlemen. This is my promise. Guaranteed Faulkner World Order mandate. If you get me one of these two things, I will not yell lion tamer in January. You're being very coy there, considering Journey Pro doesn't have a January show. But uh, there, there is a DWF <laughs> show that's going to feature Jeremy Wyatt uh, facing off against Dak Draper. So, well, DWF's it, a completely different place, and they've never heard me yell, <laughs> yell "Lion Tamer" there. It's a and that is a cat. Look out! <laughs> it's right. a different universe right, than the, so. in the independent <laughs> multiverse. It doesn't exist. Let's 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 swiftly move on here. So lots of good stuff coming here. We'll get more updates for you guys next week. Uh, preview the show next Thursday as well. As I said, keep an eye on the channel and our socials. We got we got some interviews lined up that we'll let you guys know about before we push them out. So it's good stuff's coming here. And if you don't have plans for the seventeenth, or you do, and you want to just you want to find a way out of them, get yourself some tickets for Journey Pro. Twenty five bucks. I mean that is that is not that much. Not, Not that much. We, I mean, shit, you go to you go to AEW, even even crap seats, you're going to spend 60, 70 bucks, right? You know, mm -hmm. WWE, if, if you're a sadist, you're going to spend a crap load of money, probably. I don't know. We, Who cares? Yeah, and, and the thing is, too, they're always like, the tickets are starting at $39.99. And then you have a $15 service fee. And then you have a processing fee of 10 bucks. The next thing you know, boom, presto change, you're spending $65 on nosebleed. Or you can spend $25, hang out with some fairly rad people, yell yell some shit at some people, see some butt stuff, see see some people just getting the, the their chest caved in by, by chops. <laughs> Good times to be had for all. You need to go. Make no, it a point. It's worth it. Let's do it. So um, we'll be back with more on that. Mm -hmm. Now. Mm -hmm. Very soon. Other wrestling going on. You got numbers from this past week. <laughs> I do. I do. I really do. You were almost full rock on that wink there, dude. It was, your, your eyebrow was, was I could do the people's eyebrow. Like, I, this, this, like the, one of the yeah, few I things could, I, I could, could do. That. I, did, I didn't know. I've known you for how fucking long, and now I'm just finding out you do the people's eyebrow? Wow. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, get off the numbers, cat. Cat, my cat's on my numbers. She's not seen me all day because I've been in the office. So, like, I can't get rid of her at this point. She, 
Maybe she just wants to be on the show, you know? Yeah, maybe. I mean, she's right here. You want to say hi? You want to say hi to everybody? No? Okay, good. All right. <laughs> that was real quick. <laughs> it was like, no. I was like, as soon as I start moving, she's like, okay, I'm out of here. I'm like, yes. All right. So for Raw, Raw was down. And the fun fact is, is of course, we're going to do this week's Raw next week, and it's also down. Spoiler. And it's like the low, low. Uh, but this one was down 1.679. Um, down from 1.7 and then this upcoming okay. week's gonna be at 1.5 just to Ooh. give you just a shout out there. They keep, they keep, they're gonna drop below 1.5 again soon very soon. i mean the the patriots and the bills were in a wind game like whatever um that game was terrible i, you know, I don't even want, i don't even want to here's the thing i don't even want i'm not gonna give money like football anymore and you know i was like no yeah. excuses it is what it is people are gonna watch football period yeah People are going to watch basketball. People are going to watch hockey. People are going to watch the sport that they want no matter what. I don't think that yeah. that has as big a bearing on these numbers as we like to think no. it does. Really. Well, and people DVR them, I and mean, they got the DVR numbers, too. Right. So, so that also is and, taking consideration. And is a weird algorithm now because of all that. So, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, NXT was up for their go-home show for War Games. Um, they were up from... Oh, go ahead. They were up from 625 to 637. Well, that's good for them. It's potentially, probably, the last appearance in WWE of Kyle O'Reilly and apparently Johnny Gargano. Because Johnny yeah. Gargano gave... I, I went back and watched pieces of it, you know? Just just mm-hmm. because. Uh, what, watch the Johnny Gargano thing. First of all, he did the true class old school thing. Put over some young fucker on his way out. Oh, he did. And this kid, I, I can't stand the kid he put over. It just his gimmick. Is, I can't, I don't like it. But that's Johnny Gargano putting the kid over. But the speech before you, you talk about you talk about the boxing shorts guy. Yeah, a dude who wears basketball shorts, basketball shoes, and does does a variation of of TJP's Mamba Splash, a basketball. He's like, you're not fucking. You're wrestling. You're not playing basketball. You dipshit. Basketball. Whatever. Whatever. But his speech before that didn't sound like one of those getting called up or is going to. It's. I mean, he got. He broke the walls a little bit. Talked about the people behind the scenes that he loves is going to miss, and it felt like a goodbye speech. So we'll Mm -hmm. see what happens, especially because winter is coming. Is happening next week in AEW. I don't think I yeah. think Johnny he made mention as well, just FYI. He made mention that uh Candace is due in February. So February he's they're giving birth. So I don't think we'll see him before March. Wink wink. I see this happening though. I see that uh in a week I do. We'll talk about that when we get to uh AEW a little bit more. But... All right, so that was NXT. <laughs> <laughs> nice and slow real slow it's coming to AEW dang it dang it alright <laughs> then we have AEW Dynamite and it was down as well a lot of downs this week except for one a lot of downs noticeable up <laughs> yeah thank god <laughs> Um, they were down from 898 to 861. And last week's show we thought was pretty damn solid. This show, I, was really I mean, good. 
you know, I'm I, I have mixed feelings about the show. We're going to talk about it here in a minute, but mm-hmm. you know, I expect that I expect numbers to be up. I do, just not to the millions at this point. They need they need a big splash for that, and I think winter winter is coming is going to be that splash to get them back. I, I I personally don't think it'll happen after the new year, just for some reason. That's just my inkling. I don't That's know why. fair. Like their first one on TBS, maybe. Yeah, I think when they go to TBS, I think it's going to be big. I think it's you. You never know. I don't. You know, no, no real. Just 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 a hunch. That's fair. And then the big winners, <laughs> big big winners, up fifty percent, ladies and gentlemen, up fifty percent. Actually, hundred percent. Actually, up hundred. Full hundred percent. Yeah. Full hundred percent. Full hundred percent. My fault. Um, I don't know why I'm repeating everything three times. Don't know why I'm repeating everything three times. I Maybe don't know why I'm repeating. Everything. Yeah. Um, but impact. <laughs> Impact was 48 and went up to 96,000 people, ladies I and mean, gentlemen. I mean, like I said, the week before, it was Thanksgiving night, and it was the pre-recorded Russell House. Yeah. They knew, like, we're not getting shit for viewers. Just put, have fun. Yeah. We're going to put this shit out there. So, I mean, I enjoyed, I enjoyed Russell House for the campiness that it was. It is really campy if you caught any of it, though. Like, really campy. This past week's show got back to regular show, thank God. And there was some real good stuff that happened in this show. So Ooh. give you a real quick little rundown. I'm not going to give you a full deep dive review, but uh, Matt Cardona firmly puts himself in the main event hunt, okay? So it opens with him confronting Moose. Moose calling him a mid-guy, mid-card guy at best. And mid. You're so mid, right? And then, you know, there's a lot of buildup for Hard to Kill. So Hard to Kill is shaping up to be a really good pay-per-view. So they've got, first of all, the the Women's Ultimate X match. And, you know, kind of what you had going on, you have all these women who are kind of lobbying Scott Demore. He's going to announce this week. So tonight he's going to announce the participants in the women's ultimate x match you can you can bet that tasha Steeles is going to be there uh rachel mm-hmm. ellering i'm sure uh tanil dashwood who's back spoiler um you know i'm sure she'll be in it and we'll see who jordan else. grace probably jordan grace is a digital media champion so i don't know if she'd be in it rosemary maybe rosemary no. I, rosemary i could definitely see i don't know young Sue Young for sure. Sue Young hasn't been on TV in a hot in a while. I know Alicia and Chelsea Green were when were lobbying him to be in it. And I can see both of them making it, Alicia Edwards and Chelsea Green. So hmm. we'll have to see. And once again, Ultimate X is fluid. At least it always has been in the past. So five five women, six women, eight women. I mean, I've seen all those variants of Ultimate X in some way or another. The eight person was a tag team match. That was nuts. <laughs> A four-team tag team Ultimate X. Crazy. Um, mm. Yeah, Jonah made his debut. He squashed the shit out of Jai Vidal. Sure. And uh, and then he talked about how, because he was basically being the shit of Alexander and other people that are opposite Moose. So he's got a temporary alliance with Moose. All uh, W. Morrissey, right? 
remember those words uh that he's helping him out because of a future impact word title shot and then he turns his attention and starts calling out alexander uh alexander who by the way is set to have a very interesting indie match coming up here uh he's going to be going off against uh the person who said is their favorite uh independent opponent they ever had ruby soho hey ruby and the next a next aaw which is a Chicago promotion, uh, the AAW. Uh, I think it's at the end of the year. I think it's like right at the end of December, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe it's in January. I can't remember. But mm. coming up, AAW paper uh, pay per view. Their their next show, Alexander versus Ruby Soho. And there's a lot of people been announced for that match or that that card too. Check it out. Nice. You had. Uh, uh, lots of stuff about their next little kind of mini pay-per-view going on on the 18th, December 18th. It's ha- taking place in Louisville, Kentucky, live. Uh, I think it's still available. It's presented by Paps Blue Ribbon. It's called Throwback Throwdown 2. I have no idea what any of that means, but I'm all for it. Yeah, maybe there'll be a six-sided ring. That's a throwback. Just say it. Uh, Maybe they'll so, call themselves TNA uh, for the night. Who knows? Who knows? So we'll see what yeah, happens. So Cal so. Val doing uh, intro. <laughs> so, well, December 18th, so night after Weekend of Journey or Die Hard 2 is also a Christmas movie that's going on. Then, one of the most interesting, one of the more interesting parts of the night was, like I said, Tanil Dashwood made her return. So she made her return back. She took a little time off, right? So she made her return, return back. Uh, she meets up with Madison Rain and Caleb with a K, and maybe she finds out that the inspiration is here, and she wants to go. She wants to go find them. So they go looking for them, and later on in the show, they find them. And the inspiration kind of steps up to um, and then the three of them just like, oh my god, oh my god, you know, they kind of go. They're all, you know, they're all good friends from from Australia. They've known each other for years, right? So it's a nice little bit of breaking kayfabe there, and it very much looks like. Neil found her real friends, and Math and Rain's going to be kicked to the curb in the near future. So, a nice little storyline building with that. Now, the main event was uh, W. Morrissey and Moose versus Matt Cardona and Eddie Edwards. It was won by Eddie Edwards and Matt Cardona, but the real beat of the matter is afterwards, Morrissey finally turns on Moose. He finally had enough lost his shit, the alliance is over. In fact, your main event for Hard to Kill is Moose defending his title against Matt Cardona and W. Morrissey in a triple threat. Oh. So, that's what we call payoff there, folks. So, yeah, good stuff happening. Impact, like I said, got away from the catch, the catchiness stuff, and back to regular, you know, good wrestling shows, and you know, they'll be back over 100 soon enough. So, yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree with that. All right. What we have left then? SmackDown next? Yes, we have SmackDown, who was also down. They went uh, from 2.149 to 2.030. Okay. So they lost 119,000 mm-hmm. folks. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Which for Fox, I mean, that's that's chump change for Fox, really. I think I think I think the moral of the story is, even though they were sold on the whole three million plus every week, if they can stay above two, Fox is fine with them, right? 
Uh, I mean, they were promised three, but yeah, I guess, you know. Uh, you know, this day and age, you know, you get to. Whatever. Promise we'll six see. and you get four. Am I right? No. Um, <laughs> no. Um, all right. So then Rampage was up. That's right. Good. There's two Not much up this week. Was up. Yeah. So it was up uh, three that were up officially. Um, this one oh, went from right. fourth. Yeah, this one went to four from four thirty one to four ninety nine. So not a whole lot, but still a sixty thousand people. Something. I mean, they got they gained. I hate to say this, they gained more than impact. And well, impact is one hundred percent. Yes. Okay. But, all right. We're talking. Yeah. You know. It's potatoes, oranges. You're talking. You're talking <laughs> Yankees versus the Kansas City Monarchs. Okay. All right. We're talking different payrolls here, yeah. or different different you know classes, but whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, so those were the numbers. Well, and okay, and Rampage was interesting. So you had Tony Nice versus Sammy Guevara, which was objectively the best match of the night. It was a fantastic match. Tony Nice, God, he's so underappreciated everywhere he goes or wherever he's been. Let's put it that way. This <laughs> was great, it had all the stuff. Nice almost hit a lion tamer. I'm surprised you haven't watched it. Oh, I did. Okay, all right. So he did this single leg crab thing where he bent over and did the knee like right in the middle of the back, not the head, but the middle of the back. And I saw it, and I go, I even took a screenshot of it for you just in case you didn't see it. And I'm like, that's almost the, the one legged tamer. Yeah, it's a one legged tamer. I don't know Maybe what you call it. A, it's a uh, it's a cub tamer. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But Sam Guevara, Guevara got the victory, but this was a fantastic match. The other two, uh, not so much. You know, Jade Cargill with Janae Kai was all of 20 seconds. It was an old school Jade Cargill squash match. Did, did Dick nothing. And, you know, Thunder Rosa came down to the ring afterwards and they're, you know, they got to be torn apart and all that. Whatever. We get it, you know. You're going to build up for their match. Have some actual build up. Don't just, you know, Jay Cargill's come so far. To have her still doing these, like, half a minute squash matches does nobody any favors, especially her. Yeah, I am not disagreeing with that. Okay. And then you had FTR versus Penta and Pac is Pac because Phoenix had travel issues. They kayfabed it with an injury, but... He had travel issues and stuff, so mm-hmm. you know we're getting this. We're getting the, the tag team championship match this coming rampage. So this just kind of felt like filler. There's some fun flippy spinny shit. Sure, it was cool. Malachi came out afterward. You know, at the end of it, poison mist and Pox one good eye because his one eye was covered, and so now he's totally blind. I guess I don't fucking know, but yeah that was rampage it was it was fine the opening match was stellar though i will say that yes yes it was and that's without a shadow of a doubt yes it was i mean it's true it's so good so before we get to before we get to dynamite we have we have we have some business to take care of we do we do we really do uh, we do this for basically for the toy belts that we have. <laughs> and because we need four, we include WWE in these. So over the weekend was the War Games pay per view 
for NXT 2.0. No. no. <laughs> it's what hey, hey, I'm being official. That's the I, name of I know. I know. It is what it is. I know. I so know. we did our picks. We did them like 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 middle of day Sunday. We were like, oh shit, picks, right? So we <laughs> threw them up there late. We have a tiebreaker. And the, there's only five matches. So the war games because two war games are longer matches in general, so there's not a ton of additional stuff in the war games pay-per-views. NXT pay-per-views generally don't have a lot of matches. Five, six, maybe. So, we were the exact same, Jamie, Megan, and myself, on the tag team title match, the Cameron Grimes and Duke Hudson hair versus hair match, and Roderick Strong versus Joe Gacy for the Cruiserweight title. We were the exact same on all three of them. We all chose Imperium mm-hmm. to defend their titles against Kyle Riley and, and Vaughn Wagner. They did. We all chose Robert Strong to defend his title against Joe Gacy. He did. We all chose um, Duke Hudson to beat Cameron Grimes, and he did not. Cameron Grimes came through. The, the, the neatly trimmed, short, stubble beard Cameron Grimes looked very odd. Very yes. Odd. He did not <laughs> look right. And, look- and like, and I'm like, I'm like, when I saw it, I'm like, oh, he's getting his head shaved for sure. He's like, there's to. no way. And then it's like with him too. This is what I thought would have been hilarious because I thought if he loses, they shouldn't start with his head. They should start with shave his, his chest. chest hair, shave his chest. That'd been absolutely hilarious. That that would that would that would be pretty funny. But no, um, he got the victory. So surprising. Surprisingly enough, so we so we saw stand at two after that. We were different on the War Games matches, and by we, I mean Jamie and myself were different from Megan. So me yes. and Jamie have the exact same card. So if it's just the two of us, it's going to come down to a tiebreaker. And if we mm-hmm. split these at all, we're going to a three-way tiebreaker. That's it. That's the only way this can go. Yes. So the women's match was the Io Shirai, Raquel Gonzalez, Cora Jade, and Kaylee Ray versus Toxic Attraction and Dakota Kai. I watched both War Games matches, and this one was all right. It had, it was pretty much like as like Jamie, Jamie told me earlier. It, it pretty much was what you expected. You know, it wasn't really surprising, but there were there were a lot of good spots. There were a couple surprising spots. It was surprising who got the pinfall was Cora Jade, who sold the shit out of an arm injury. I don't know if it was real. I have no idea. It It's not. It didn't. I don't think it was, but they sold the hell out of it. So kudos for the selling. But um, they got the victory. So the, the good, the good, the faces, you know, they win. So, yeah, I even put it on their faces. You just put faces, you know. <laughs> and and if, if they have lost, there's no way you could sell me that Toxic Attraction and Dakota Kai are the faces when you have Corey yeah, No, no, they're the heels. On the other side. So, <laughs> so, Jamie and I get the point there. Megan does not. So it all comes down to this. Is it going to be Team Old School or Team New School who's going to win? Jamie and myself both chose the Young Bucks, right? You know, this is, like I said, this is expected to be Johnny Gargano's final match. <laughs> Plus, you know, the way that everything's been going, the direction, felt like new school. Megan chose the old school. Chose, you know, Ciampa Gargano, Pete Dunne, and LA Knight. 
And this was not the match I was expecting to see. And I said it in a good way. It was a lot more entertaining than I had fully expected. Um, it ended up being that the new school got the victory. So Megan's and Braun Breaker got the t- the pin. Got the pinfall on Champa. Now we got all the we got all the Johnny Organo go away moments, right? So you know we got all of his moves. We got a couple DIY, you know, uh, mm-hmm. reunion bits there. So we got all that. But Braun Breaker, Breaker Bracker, whatever the hell his name is, he got the pinfall on Champa. Braun Steiner. Let's just call him what he really is. <laughs> he apparently is the one who chose Braun Breaker, by the way. Of course he did. Just saying, because he didn't want S- to... Sounds rad, bro. Well, I didn't... I, I just saw a headline, but apparently he did. So Megan, bye-bye. We're taking that belt from her, but who's going to get it? So we chose the tiebreaker being the men's war game match time. Now, once again, we threw this together at the last minute because we almost forgot. So... What's the main event? Well, it's going to be the men's war games match. Well, that's what the, the tiebreaker is going to be. Now, war games has interesting rules if you're not familiar. Everybody, mm-hmm. you start off with one person in the ring, and then you have three people on your, uh, the rest of the members of your team, excuse me, are in a shark cage on the outside. And then after a certain number of time, five minutes, three minutes, whatever it is, one person comes in in alternating fashion till everybody's in the ring. When the last person's in the ring, that's when the match officially starts. Mm-hmm. So, the times that we have here, I chose 23 minutes, 16 seconds. Jamie chose 24 minutes and 10 seconds. Now, once again, the match officially starts from the time the last person enters the ring. So, from the time that Ciampa, who was the last person, entered the ring until the final bell... 16 minutes and 7 seconds. Uh, When we do our tiebreakers, we've always said bell to bell. Well, that's correct. Because we want to do what is the the match time, right? Well, the match starts when the last person gets in the ring. There wasn't a bell. The bell was in the very beginning when they first started it, and a bell at the very end. Okay. Bell to bell. Because you can't officially start it when somebody gets in, because when's the time they officially get in? Was it when the door shuts? Is it when their both feet hit? Is it one and one foot hit? We can't do that without you're a bell. Because we always do bell I won bell. solidly. It would not have any bearing on this, because you were well over. I was less over. We're at 16 minutes. We're talking like bell five to seconds. To bell. We've always talked bell to bell. That's what all of them have always been. Bell to bell. Okay, you're not wrong. But the match rules are once everybody's in the ring is when it starts. That's when our tiebreaker doesn't make sense for this because we do okay. bell to bell. So we're going to put a pause on this then. Even though I have all the victory graphics prepared. And you still may get them, sir. I I hope I do. Well, the moral story is Megan doesn't have the belt, so that's great. So we'll pick a match from, to stay on brand, like we always have to do. Well, I'll pick a match at random with whatever the hell the card is for next week's uh, NXT, right? We'll pick a match. We'll choose times. We'll put them out there. And then we'll let you guys know next Thursday who came out as champion. 
So yes, anticlimactic for sure. So speaking of anticlimactic, I don't know if that's a good segue or not, but let's talk about dynamite from last night because. So I don't know. I don't. I, want, I don't want to be the bad guy on dynamite. The internet is a buzz about it, and there's a few reasons as to why they're a buzz about it, and I agree with those reasons. But the overall thing was okay. And it's not a bad thing either. Like, I don't want it to sound like I'm shitting on AEW because we all know I'm a AEW homer and I am just oh, all yeah, about you're, it. I'm, you're, I'm you're a full on mark. mark. Yeah. 100%. So this is, I don't want this to come across as like, I thought it was a good show. Was it one of their top tier shows? Absolutely not. Was it one of their worst shows? Absolutely not. It, it was a solid show, but it wasn't like, there's only a couple things that really tripped my trigger and it, it kept good, solid pace for a while. Then it's like, I don't, That's kind of how I felt. I mean, my my take on it is, and I, I went online afterwards too, and people were like over the moon talking about this episode, and I'm like, I I must have missed something. Now, I told you I had dental work earlier. So I went to the dentist earlier this afternoon. And I came back, and I had like left side of my face was still numb up until the start of the show. So maybe I was a little. My thought is maybe I'm a little skewed. That's why I wanted to talk to you about this. Maybe I was skewed because I had some, you know, pain going on for the first 30, 40 minutes. But I don't know. It just, I didn't feel like the crowd was, the crowd was odd. Everything was, everything was just kind of off. And it was a little odd to me. I mean, the, some of the matches were fine. I enjoyed a couple, I enjoyed several spots on there. There's a few things that I liked. It just, but nothing really, it just was like, meh. Yeah, I would say on this show, there wasn't anything I disliked. I'll put it that way. There was nothing I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, no, like, yeah, there's a couple yeah. things I'm like, eh, Yeah, it wasn't eh. like if I watched, like, like, if I, like, the little bits that I have in the past six months of, like, anything W, you know, Raw or SmackDown, where I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? You know, I didn't have that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. But, so let's just let's just talk about it, because I really enjoyed the first hour a lot. Like, okay. the first hour was amazing, in my opinion, like, with what it gave me as a fan. It's like, particularly, I'll put it that way, because of my fandom, and it'll make a lot of sense. So the first hour, we actually started out with a promo. So that's also what kind of changed the pace a little bit, because typically... AEW starts with a match. I think only three times I in memory they start with a promo, not a match. Well, but it's been recent so, too. They did a you know post full gear promo. Yeah, this is the promo. They've done a couple of their CM Punk promos. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been a recent development, not for the bad. Yeah, no, no. Um, and and speaking of CM Punk, he comes <laughs> the, so. This is the thing that got me, and this like, is what got me excited. Like this. this is the part that really got Jamie excited because they're in Long Island, the home of Maxwell Jacob Friedman. And Maxwell Jacob Friedman's music hits, and the crowd erupts with cheers. Yeah. Which I was the happy son is to home. see. I, I mentioned this yeah. last week. I wanted to see would he actually get a hero's welcome? And he did. He absolutely did. His music hits. And you know who comes out? None other than CM <laughs> Punk. And the crowd instantly turned on him on a dime and booed the shit out of him. But here's the thing. This is the part that got Jamie really excited. Because when he got the boos, old CM Punk showed up. Mm -hmm. And old CM Punk cut an old CM Punk promo. And Jamie was nipple hard 
Like, this is what I want out of my CM Punk right here, <laughs> right now. Oh this is God. what I want. You know, this is my this is my guy. <laughs> to quote him, this is your guy. You know, like, and he was he was cutting a like he's a heel, but then he was just giving him shit about the the uh, the Islanders not winning a game in, oh in that building he yet. Shot on the Islanders, so he's a big hockey fan. He's a damn he's Blackhawks a huge fan, hockey but... fan. You know, and then like he, Punky's even said that you know his dog Larry had more balls than MJF, and Larry's neutered, and like all these things. Like he just kept just going on and on, and still cutting. Like he was being heel through it the whole time, smiling. That's the thing that really got me. He was smiling, enjoying the booze. The booze fed him. You know, and then the thing, the best part, the hundred percent best part was right after the promo. He's walking back, and he goes. You wanted the best, you got the best. And that version of CM Punk, bar none, is the best. And my my only problem with it is that it felt long. It did. It was dragged, it was dragging out a little bit longer than I would have liked, you know. And you could tell because the crowd was starting to starting to get really antsy about three quarters of the way through. It's like, yes. Keep telling us we suck and the Islanders suck. Get to the fucking point, right? You know, because mm-hmm. he kept circling back to that, and it's just like, okay, yes, yes, you shot, you've already shot on them. Yes, they don't like you. Let's, you know, but you know, maybe out of practice, maybe out of whatever. I don't know, but it, it, it just, it just, you know, the energy and everything combined because a lot of people just didn't know what to feel. It was kind of like, mm-hmm. I know you're they're right. supposed to hate you, but you're still seeing punk. And there were some CM Punk chants. There were so some was, CM Punk chants. It going. was very much a conflicted, but I don't know. You know, it it serves a greater narrative. I know that, but eh, it was okay. Yeah, I mean, like I enjoyed it because of what it gave me for the future with CM Punk. Right. How he this fed is, off the boots. This is the CM Punk you've been clamoring for since he showed up at at the, at the seer at the. Uh, whatever the united center so i get it cool so he definitely so i'm gonna put it this way too he cut an mjf style promo like what mjf does every place he goes coming out coming out to mjf's music then after that you have a awesome video package (laughs) of mjf rolling up in a ferrari pulling out his old letterman's jacket and like there's talking about him talking about how he pulled all the chicks and everything like that then his music hits again he comes out and the crowd erupts and then he gets down on a knee just like cm punk and he's just sitting there and soaking in like he almost looked emotional for real like like it looked like yeah he's like wow people like me like like for real like i'm (laughs) you know, doing them proud. And then he did the, the wrist roll of one CM Punk right after to mock him. But then again, the crowd was all over. And this was the start of the uh, diamond, the dynamite diamond battle Royal. The, the final two people are the finalists who get a match on winner is coming to crown this year's diamond ring champion. And he comes out. He's the only one that had music, obviously. Um, so that kind of spoiler that we saw, alert. That we saw. Yeah, that we saw. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> good match, actually. Um, no, you know, well, there was. Are always fun. 
they they had that one moment in it though that i really liked was hobbs and wardlow face to face it's like i want to see that so bad now i didn't know i wanted it until i just saw it i'm like (laughs) i want that um it was great um it actually ends up with obviously mjf is one of the finalists because he did a lot of hiding behind wardlow and letting wardlow do most of it then he ends up eliminating wardlow we're gonna put a pin in that because we know that's gonna come back up we're gonna take that pin out when it happens um and i think that's gonna happen around the cm punk thing i think i really do i think that's gonna be a piece of it um but he wins and dante martin wins by eliminating ricky starks of team Taz rips off the ftw armband and apparently that was all work (laughs) yeah and then to which team taz so stark starts beating him up MJF goes, sorry, before that, MJF goes, shakes Dante Martin's hand, and he even tried to get a, a shake his hand chant. Like, he's totally playing up being a face. Playing right, up being a face right. so hard. It was great. And then he starts walking off, and Dante uh, Dante Martin gets attacked by uh, Ricky Starks, and he sees it. He's like, oh, should I help? Should I? And then he starts walking. No. He stops again. Oh, should I help? Should I help? And then he just bolts back in there, and then he gets face-to-face with Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks put, um, uh, touches him. He pushes him back, and they just look at each other. And they both start attacking Dante Martin. I'm like, yes, this is exactly what I wanted. The way it should have gone. Yeah, definitely. Yes, it was everything I wanted and more there. Absolutely tons and tons and tons of fun. The next match after that, we had um, Varsity Blondes and Jungle Express going against the Acclaimed and 2.0. Jurassic Express. What did I say? The Jungle Express, again. Damn it. You do that every fucking week. (laughs) <laughs> Jurassic Express, my, it's my fault. Call them Jungle Cruise. Next time you're getting now you're going to. Congratulations. Probably. Yes. Thank you, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Jungle Cruise is next. So the Jurassic Express of Varsity Blondes versus the Acclaimed 2.0. And Max Caster had a solid rap again, talking about chasing out Anthony Cuomo. Thought that was great. Um, this match was a lot of fun, actually. Fine. It was it, it was fine. It was solid. It wasn't great, wasn't bad, it was solid. Um, but Varsity Blondes and Jurassic Express get the dub uh, snare trap um, for the win. So there you go. After that, um, you know, there's there's a Santana Ortiz and Eddie Kingston thing because you know they're they're, um, they're Long nice. Island folk. Sure. Yeah, so that well, was New good. York folk. They're New not York folk. folk. So they're not Long Island. Sorry, I definitely will make that distinction. I apologize. Um, and then after that, you had FTR talk about Telly, um, FTR and Telly Blanchard talk about how the Lucha Brothers are scared to face and whatever they're setting up for this upcoming Friday on Rampage. Finally, I mean, the promos in this whole episode were just kind of like, Bleh. exactly. That's the thing that got me the most. There was other no than real promo. I mean, the opening, sure, right? Opening, that's a segment, but yeah, that's a segment. The, the very last yeah. one was interesting in a different way, you know. Very briefly, but very, very brief, but very interesting in a different way. Other than that, everything else just kind of like, eh. I mean, you had a Ruby Soho promo. Hey, Ruby. She got interrupted by Bunny and, uh, uh, you know, Penelope. And they're going to, they, 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 Tony agreed they're going to have a six woman tag and they, they start beating up on Ruby. And she gets helped by Tay Conti and, you know, um, um, 
and a J. So and yeah, like Sammy Guevara promo, which is odd because of everything, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, Cody's gonna face him at uh, Christmas Day because Rampage is gonna be released on Christmas Day. I do want to talk Eve. about that for just a yeah, hot we'll, second. We'll talk about it. let's talk about that one. Then we'll go back. There's, there's a few other matches. We'll just go to the matches here in a minute. But yeah, yeah so we'll okay. So yeah, so talk we'll, about that promo. So this promo, he comes out. He's he's his arm just burnt to shit. By he the got way. burnt like a mother. Like we all knew would happen. Mm-hmm. Um, because they waited way too long. And he had the fire retardant on way too long. And it did not work. Um, but he comes out and he's like, hey, we're both good guys. While the crowd is booing the absolute shit out of him. I knew you were going to catch that. Yep. Codelander. No one's going to call him that but you. But yes. Codelander. Um, so he like oh yeah he signed it at christmas day you and i whatever and then he teases walking out the heel one he stops himself and goes back out the face tunnel so i noticed that he says we're both good guys like the birth of code lander is upon us ladies and gentlemen i think he said i think he said said actually good guy to good guy is what he said yeah yeah he's like we're both good guys or one good guy to another like that yeah something's that nature basically called himself a good guy i'm like oh here we go here we in go. So the mind uh, in his mind, yes. The birth of the Code Lander has come upon us, and not to say I told you so, ladies and gentlemen, but I fucking well, told you we, so. That's we, all I got to say. When it happened, through before we follow through before you get the Mark Stradamus stomp there, stamp there. Okay, let's just mm-hmm. slow down. But when it happens, I I feel like you're right. I feel like yes, because definitely with the tone and the way he was, I feel like you're there. But you got to get there first. You're, 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 you're dropping the ball before the goal line right now. Don't be that guy. Get across the goal yeah. line first, Jamie. Get across yeah, the goal I'm not, line. I'm not Leon letting this. I'm not Leon letting this. <laughs> or like or, uh, or Deshaun Jackson or, or whoever else. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. And then you had men of the year chime in. Dan Lambert's coming back. Cool. Whatever. Yeah, you know. that was exciting. I like what? that. That's fine. All right, so then you let's go back to the matches real quick. Yeah. You had the Young Bucks yeah. with Real Adam matches. Cole versus Rocky Romero and Chuck Taylor with Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Solid match, fun match, match, I enjoyed match. the match. But the end was the best part for me because guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Sue is back in her Honda Odyssey bringing none other than Trent. That's right. Shame Ted Trent. And they referred to him by his New Japan marker, Trent Beretta. Yes, Trent Beretta, which was his name in WWE, and what is also his real name. <laughs> so instead of just Trent, Trent Beretta. Thing. So yeah, so great. it was good to see him. I enjoy, I did enjoy that. This match I probably enjoyed the most of any of the matches. It was probably a match of the night. Honestly, it had everything I wanted. Young Bucks sure. always put on a solid sure. show, and, and Rocky Romero was great. Chuck Chucky e. T is always great. The, you know, I love me some Chucky e. T. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's when the, the Sue stuff was great. Then the Ruby the Ruby promo happened at that point, and then the Sammy Guevara promo, which we just talked about. Then we had the women's match, and the women's matches so far for the last two consecutive Dynamites have been the best match by far of the Bangers. show. This one was a good match, but it was definitely not to that level. It wasn't. It had moments. It did. Like the, the it ending, really did. I really liked the last third of the match. I, I did too. So Jamie Hader versus Riho. Riho ends up getting the win. 
she hits a code red out of nowhere, which I really like that. That That's was probably good, my favorite move of the entire piece thing. Of arsenal. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, she did the diving foot stomp. Like she did all of her stuff. Freaking Jamie Hader always looks good. Oh. She looks strong. And they were talking about her physique like crazy. I'm like, you guys are talking about her physique just a bit too much. And I'm not I'm not saying that in a bad way or a good way. I'm just like, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with them either, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it's like, I'm just like, like, hey, it's nice, but let's you. tone it down on national TV a little bit, right? Jerry it's like, King. Yeah, it's like we know <laughs> she looks good. We we all get it. We right. all get that she looks good. Right. You can talk all about the this... women in, in, in wrestling yeah, look all, good. Yeah, so. they're great. You, you talk about the sick brain buster followed by backbreaker combo that she did. That oh my re- god! The one thing I will say about Riho because I've I've complained about Riho in the past, and then a lot of it has to do with her stature. I know she can't do anything about that. She's eighty pounds soaking wet. I get it. Okay, I'm. I'm, I'm I understand. I've long said she doesn't match up well with some people, right? Yeah. And she did and she didn't in this match match up well with Jamie Hader. At first, agree. she didn't. But then, later part, she did. And she did because other moves that she was taking, she was, the way she was getting, selling them as well, like, that backbreaker looked ridiculous. It looked like, literally, she was broken in half. Yeah, she was broken in half! So, like, I miss JR for that one, because that's, like, JR's like, oh, that's my, it's my catchphrase. Yeah, well, JR, apparently, apparently treatment's going well, by the way, for updating Yes, yeah, so it looks like his treatments are going very well. I'm very happy for him. But, anyway, is she, is she can and she can't, you know, depending on... Uh, uh, this whole thing was, to me, I'm schizophrenic on it, because, like I said, I love the last third. The first two, two thirds was like, eh, it was okay, but it wasn't, and you're she, right. It wasn't up to the, I don't think it was up to stuff in the last two weeks' matches. I think this upcoming week's going to make up for it for sure. Um, I think but, you're right. <laughs> I mean, Rio hit an avalanche crucifix bomb. Can we just talk about that for a hot yeah, second? Yeah, she can pull off some big spots for, for being for as tiny as she is. Right. Like, to hit an avalanche crucifix, dude. Which is which is weird because her, her 619 or her Tiger Fang kit doesn't look that great at all, but she can do an avalanche bomb, avalanche crucifix bomb. It's like, what the? What? <laughs> Yeah. Why can't you do the other like, thing? You're doing whatever. Yeah. So then um, AEW also announced that Revolution will be at Orlando. It will it will be at their, their arena on March 5th, 2022. March 6th. So, oh, oh, March that, 5th. I wrote down 5th. March 5th is Fan Fest. So 4th is Rampage. 5th is Fan Fest. The 6th, which is the Saturday, is uh, Revolution. So they're going to Saturday pay-per-view again. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. Yeah, (laughs) and then um, wait, no, that's not right. It's a Sunday. I'm sorry, I'm totally wrong there. Rampage is the fourth. I got a calendar in front of me. Rampage is the fourth, which is March fourth is a Friday. Saturday is the fifth. That is Fan Fest, and then they have Revolution on Sunday night. And they're already and they're gonna and uh, the seventeenth, I believe, they start selling tickets for it. They're already they're gonna have packages from the start, which is not not to bitch too much, but I feel like they needed to do that when they when they did like the other pay-per-views because if we got a good package deal, we bought tickets for all out, we're buying tickets for all out again this year, you know, and we talked about doing like the big fan fest thing. If you do it all at the same time, it makes it a lot easier for people to be like just buy the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. Tickets on sale on the seventeenth, so cool. Yeah, yeah. 
So after this, you had Taz announce that Hook will be making his debut on Rampage They're against sending. Fuego Del Sol. Send Hook. Send him. So early reports <laughs> on 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 the Twitters it said that Hook had a hell of a match. They didn't say who won or anything like that. So that's really good to see, though. But it sounds like his debut went really well. <laughs> I think, honestly, Fuego's a good person for him to go with because Excellent. Fuego makes everybody look good. He's, that's the great thing about Fuego. He's the right size for him to start off with that he can, you know, look look impressive instead of going up against uh, Wardlow or something stupid, you know? Yeah, and before we get to the main event, we had one last promo segment and I have a lot of thoughts on this one. Okay. because it's I, interesting. I this is think... the short one I was teasing a minute ago. So Tony Schiavone, as he always is, is uh, starting to interview the Varsity Blondes. And literally before Just Griff weird. Garrison could even get a word out, lights go out. Lights come back on. There's Malachi Black. And he's staring at um, the Varsity Blondes, which does include Julia. And her last name is not Gulia. It's Hart. Um, and Coolia. he, uh, Julia Gulia from Wedding Singer. I understand. I, I okay. know. Just you're such a, you're such a movie nerd. Jesus Christ. I know. I know. I know. But, um, so he, he comes over, he has it, he pulls off his mask, pulls down, he looks at him and he sprays black mist in Julia's face and walks off. Well, walks off to a blackout of it. Yeah. She's screaming yes. like. She's screaming like the horror movies that Jamie knows and loves. Yeah, Scream Good Queen. Sell. Good sell. Yeah, amazing sell. So this is... Putting on my Mark Shadamas hat. <laughs> Please go. Please. I think he just... He's in horror movie... new member of the House of Black. Well, in, in horror movie terms, she has been marked. You know what I mean? Okay. He has marked her with black. Um, like uh, some of those movies, like if you bear the mark of the beast, you know, that type of stuff. She has been marked. So she has been identified as somebody he wants to bring in to the house of black. Okay. And this is okay. what I see happening with her. She's going to become a part of the house of black and he is going to change her. She's not going to have blonde hair anymore. They're going to make her have jet black hair. And she's going to wear all black and be all gothed out. And I'm here for it because I bet she'd be gorgeous and amazing as a goth. Because, um, you know, that's cool. Um, but you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, um, I think that's I think that's what they're going to do with her. Um, that, and maybe even the Varsity Blondes as a whole and make them like a dark version like the Acolytes were. Okay. Okay. I didn't, I didn't go as far as thinking about the Varsity Blondes, but I definitely agree with you. I had that same thought about Julia. In a manner of speaking, because when you think about this, their match was an hour ago, right? Why mm -hmm. are you interviewing them now? Why are you interviewing them in front of everybody? It really didn't make a lot of sense. And then you see Malachi there, and you're like, that doesn't make a lot of sense. You have nothing to do with these kids. Who do you care about, right? You know, it's like the closest connection you have is that you feuded with Cody Rhodes and the whole, um, you know, nightmare family. And in real life, Julia Hart's dating Lee Johnson. But that's breaking kayfabe, so that doesn't make any sense. I mean, so... Yeah. I, I, I like the randomness of this, because like you said, Malachi is a storyteller who's... He's given... Everybody has been well-documented. He's pretty much got carte blanche free reign from Tony. Tony gives the final up or down, you know, something, something real. He's like, eh. He can he'd be like, Malachi, let's... let's you know, he... But he's pretty much given carte blanche, right? So... 
I'm for it. If he's amassing his, you know, house of house. black. If the house of black is growing and she's going to be the first member, or they all three are going to be the all first three, members and I they go from Varsity. Like, yeah. Her alone is cool, right? I dig that. Great. Because you don't expect that. Maybe just taking her and putting her in a different position to do something else and grow as a character and as a performer, right? But all three of them, I love that too. Yeah, I, I, what do you think? Yeah, like they would be the acolytes of of this. Obviously, you know, not yeah. to that level because you know Farouk or yeah, you know, I mean that right, yeah. right. You know, the the brood or whatever. You know, they they'd be of his ilk, sure. Yeah. So that's 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 what I'm thinking. Do you guys think I'm I'm off? Please, please, please tweet at us or let us know. I want to know. And then we had the final match of the night, and it was what I expected. I'm not even gonna lie; it was everything I expected. It was a really solid match. John Silver got big hometown pop, um, and but that didn't matter because he's going against Brian Danielson, and Brian Danielson uh, beat his ass um, pretty epically. <laughs> he, forgot was... his head, he forgot to kick his head in, so he did it after the match, which drew out Hangman words they meet next week yep cool exactly what you expected ladies and gentlemen <laughs> there's no shocker there whatsoever and it's not a bad thing like you said i don't think it was a yeah. bad thing at all i didn't no. didn't hate the episode i just felt like it was just i was kidding maybe i was biased because like i said i you know you know for the first half of it i was sitting there throbbing in my, my you know yeah, and, and mine could just be because I've had a hell of a week. Yeah, like, so legit you know, we were hell of both a week. in the, so just an awkward mood when it started, but it just felt like an odd show, you know. Which it's not a bad thing. I think that you know, like I said, there's there's good. This is, this is the part. This is where we can wax poetic about AW because the things that they do that we like, I think the shows like this still have in them. You're planting a seed with Malachi and Julia, or. Julia and the Blondes. That's fantastic. That's great long-term storytelling. Apparently, we're starting to get the turn on Cody, or at least the tease of the turn. We'll see where that goes, right? You had some good matches. You had a returning star. You know, I think you had the continuance of a fantastic payout, which is going to be MJF versus CM Punk whenever they get to that. So... Maybe it's more of a building show, and that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like almost a go-home for their mini Dynamite pay-per-view like thing that they did. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they just kind of set a little foundation, and I get it. So, it was still solid. I'm really looking forward to next week. I think it's, that's going to be a banger of a show. Winter is coming. Um, it's going to be great. What are your predictions right now? Do you think we're going to see Kyle O'Reilly? Yes. I do, too. I do, too. I don't know how. I don't think he's where. alone, though. Okay, explain. What do you think? So I think Kyle O'Reilly is going to help um, the Super Click, obviously. Um, they'll but... probably be going up against some version of the best friends now with Trent, my guess. Yes. Who's also associated with Chaos. They all are. Yeah, they're all technically part of Chaos, I believe. Technically. Yes. Whatever. Yeah. There's other right. rather so, large so, so, members so, so, of Chaos. So they'll, they'll, you think you're going to... Are you still are you still Chen Rainmaker? Absolutely. He's not going to show up on a Wednesday night in the middle of December. 
Oh, he sure as shit will to set up for him coming back at Revolution. I think you're going to see him as early as you'll see him at All Out. Nope, nope. I see Okada. Got build the suspense for this one. <laughs> Adam Cole Bay Bay. Revolution. Okay. Okay. I mean, the... you gotta admit that match is gonna fuck so hard. Oh, oh whenever, whenever it happens, it's gonna fuck like a, you know. Yes, but I don't know. I just, I don't see it so quick. And here's my thing: I don't think you spoil like if you're gonna bring in Kyle O'Reilly, that's a good get. That's a whole nother out for the the eventual you know elite collapse whenever it happens, right? The different mm-hmm. type of angle you can take now that Kenny's on the shelf for X number of time, months or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but if you bring in Okada immediately after that, well, you've just spoiled Kenny or Kyle. Why even bother? No, I mean, they did Adam Cole and they did Brian Danielson at the same show and it didn't do anything different to mm-hmm. them. True, but I think you and I would agree, no offense at all to Kyle O'Reilly. He's not the same as Adam Cole or Brian Danielson. He's not, but the thing with Okada, here's the thing with Okada. You and I know Okada. Does everybody the, else in America know The Okada? standard American wrestling fan, especially the WWE mark, they're like, what the hell's New Japan, let alone who el- who's Okada? Right, they may uh, have heard the name in passing by some mark on the internet. Sure. E- exactly. Like, I would say people who go to AEW, I would say a strong 70% will know. Oh, um, shit. I mean, you know, Suzuki's music, Suzuki debuted it all out when we were there, and, and everybody was seeing Kaze Nina Ray, for God's sake. Yeah. Yeah. They're, <laughs> Except for me, because I didn't. Who does that? I didn't. I didn't. I, didn't, I missed the cue, and I was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck I missed it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was still in awe. Like, yeah. But no, seriously, like, I see AEW marks going nuts for it, but the general American fan is doesn't know who Kata is. So that's why I don't, I don't feel like it'll diminish him because he's got he's gonna have his own storyline and he's gonna help you know yeah. them in chaos and all that good stuff because Wrestle Kingdom's getting ready to come up so he's not even gonna be available and by then he could be the new IWGP Heavyweight Champion which I'm putting money on that he is I'm sure um, he will be I'm sure or will Osprey wins it back one or the other it's gonna be one of those two. Um, which it makes a lot more sense if Will Ospreay wins it because then we get to have some Okada fun in AEW. Well, we shall see what happens. I don't think it's going to be that big. We'll see what happens, though. I mean, I hope you guys give us your wild predictions. You know, let us know what you think. Is Kyle going to show? Is Rainmaker going to be there? Is it going to be both of them? Is it going to be a Wyndham showing out of nowhere? That was the other one. I think you're going to get two out of three. That's, you th- that's oh, you think I'm it's going to be two no matter what? Okay. Two no matter what. And I think, it's, I think we're going to get one. Kyle O'Reilly is a lock. I think Kyle O'Reilly is, I think he's a thousand percent lock. It makes, we're going to see Kyle. I don't think we're going to see, I think eventually we'll see Johnny Gargano in AEW. I really do. Yeah, think, but after the baby. I think that March is after February. I think March 6th would be a great time for uh, one Mr. Johnny Gargano to show up. Just say. I would, I would tend to agree with that since he kind of does live in the Orlando area too. He does. But I think Kyle O'Reilly, 100%, like you said, that's a lock. I think that we'll see him. I think that's it, though. I don't think you're going to have any other big reviews. We'll see. If Do you guys think there's going to be another uh, surprise showing up? Let us know. 
One last note before we go. So also okay. over the weekend was Triple A's pay per view. Did I already do this? I didn't do this yet. No, you didn't talk about it. I told we you, talked I, about I, it. I was, suppo- talk, yeah. I was supposed to do it. Um, it was interesting enough. Apparently, it was kind of a shit show. <laughs> they changed like they had like stipulations in the matches like right before the pay per view started that people didn't know about. Like, like the first match was a lumberjack match. Everyone was like, "Oh, sure, interesting." Right? Yeah. It, it, it whatever. I'm not going to throw the bookers under the under the bus, but it was you know lots of good fun lucha action, some botches. Uh, there was somebody who tried to do a backspring off of a, the top rope on the outside to somebody who was on a stretcher, and they totally missed. There's a great gif out there. Whipped, yeah, just whipped. Um, the the two big highlights I would say about this, well, three. Okay, FT, we already know this. FTR with the help of Vicky Guerrero. Uh, who was their manager for the night, beat uh, Lucha Brothers and, you know, retained the tag titles. Um, Tara Valkyrie had a video package where she announced uh, she's going to be returning to AAA. She wants to take on Diana Perrazzo for the Reina de Reina's champion. Ooh, I like the idea of that. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to see Tara Valkyrie actually get a wrestling shot, not whatever the fuck Frankie Monet was. And yeah. the main event saw... Hijo del Vikingo get that mega championship. And Deserves it. It was not surprising, let's be honest. Not surprising, but he won it over uh, a bunch of people. Jay Lethal was included. Bobby Fish was there, you know, but he won that title. And um, it's possible that we could see him go up against Kenny Omega whenever Kenny is uh, healthy again. Ken, you know, it's been said that Kenny doesn't want to completely you know turns back on triple a you know still yeah put, put over some of these young kids and stuff you know and he was a megastar i think if he gets just a little bit of exposure in america look out this guy he's got young will osprey on me he's not young he's been around for a hot minute but he's got will osprey vibes to me you know oh he's got, hardcore uh, yeah watching some of his stuff he is it. he's he's legit mexican will osprey like that's he's, all there is to yeah, it this, this kid's got it you know so it was fun it was cool it was i didn't actually rent it out you know i had other things happen this weekend so but uh, because it was kind of a shit show i'm kind of glad i did but um We'll see what happens next Triple Mania. The because the, they they started naming all their pay per views Triple Mania. This is Triple Mania Regia, and Triple Mania is like the main pay per view. It's like WrestleMania Triple yeah. Mania. So now I don't know what that's about, but it is what it is. So yeah, okay. And, and ladies and gentlemen, just so you know, the CM Punk shirt that he wore, the four pillars that had uh, Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara. Jungle Boy and one Dr. Britt Baker DMD is available on ProWrestlingTees.com. Mm-hmm. Also shop AEW.com. So yes. check it out. Uh, check us out. We'll be back next week. So we gotta have, like I said, check out our socials and uh, stay tuned. We will have some interviews forthcoming. Those will be Tuesdays. So we've decided that our interviews we're going to release separately on Tuesdays, just interviews, and then we'll just do our one main show every week. So we'll be back next Thursday. Uh, we'll talk about Winter is Coming and whatever else has been going on there. Build up for January is a busy-ass month. There's all sorts of stuff going on. We got you know, hard to kill is happening in January. You've got stuff in New Japan. New Japan's kind of on a little hiatus right now, right? 
Yeah, they haven't. Nothing has been done in a while. Plus, the country's kind of back on shutdown. (laughs) Back on shutdown with Omicron now. So, yay! Yeah, the Decepticon villain, (laughs) Omicron. Which everyone's going off on that, and me being the former frat boy, I'm like, it's a Greek letter. These all have been Greek letters. Why? Why is this not? And whatever, whatever. I know. I just love it. I just love it. It's like, Omicron. Like, they come up with these words, and it's like Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Delta, Zeta, Eta. Come on, people. Um, but they, but, but it's supposed to kick back up. We got the World Super Juniors supposed to be finishing up. And I know I'm mispronouncing that every time, but I don't care. But it's fine. you know, you got Wrestle Kingdom, you've got GCW stuff happening. Uh, you got stuff. Uh, GCW had their Dallas or the Texas shows over the weekend that were were pretty good as well. They got LA on the 17th, and then they go to the New Year. So they'll have like right before the end of the month, they got some stuff in New York, and then I think they're. Back, I don't remember the exact day in January, 20-somethings or whatever, is when they're at the Hammerstein Ballroom. Completely sold out. The largest wrestling crowd to see a wrestling event at the Hammerstein Ballroom. Which is pretty damn cool. It's going to be a show. Like If you only, if you never watch GCW, or you only want to check out, it's like, I'll watch it one time, whatever. Wait. That one. Watch that one. Guarantee 100%. that one's going to be the bee's knees. Bee's knees. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, lots of stuff coming up here. So we'll see you guys next Thursday. Check out our socials and everything. Uh, once again, you haven't already. You want to come join us uh, next Friday at Blip Coffee Roasters, 7 p.m. for some good old pheasant wrestling here in Kansas City. Get yourself a Dream Pro Casey. Buy yourself some tickets. We will see you there. Jamie, why don't you take us home, man? All right, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not down with Total Spot Fest, I got one word for you. Lion Tamer. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Peace.